If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1749 today. Thank you so much for joining me for it. If you're watching the video version, behind me you'll see the Bean, which is an iconic sculpture in the heart of Chicago. And it seemed like a very appropriate place because of its perspective warping reflections that I thought we could discuss the many different ways and reasons for hearing the laughter of Emperor Palpatine in the trailer for The Rise of Skywalker. I've got seven particular explanations for why that could be happening. Let's start off with one of the ones that's already been expressed, or at least the option has been put on the table, clones. So that, of course, was mentioned in The Force Awakens in a conversation between Kylo Ren and General Hux. And the idea actually goes all the way back to not only the Clone Wars, but also into the old expanded universe, AKA Legends, wherein Emperor Palpatine had a whole bunch of body clones stashed on a planet called Biss in the Deep Core. And even though he allegedly died in the second Death Star, he actually transferred his essence into the body of one of these clones. And he kept doing it until they you know, finally were able to blast all the clones. So. That's one particular way that Emperor Palpatine could actually come back in The Rise of Skywalker, and that would explain why we hear him laughing in the trailer. Another way it could happen, and again, another one that we've seen in the sequel trilogy already, is through a Force vision. So, of course, Rey had that Force vision when she first touched Luke's old lightsaber in the basement of Maz Kanata's castle. Although Pablo Hidalgo has actually said that maybe it's not so much a force vision as it is a virgence in the force around that particular lightsaber. But however you want to slice it, that could be another way it could be done. Another way it could be done that's already also been done in the sequel trilogy and, <laughs> pardon my voice cracking, and that's already been done in the sequel trilogy as well as via flashbacks. So we obviously had a few flashbacks in The Last Jedi. A couple of them were actually not real or not entirely true, and one of them was finally true. And so some sort of flashback where Palpatine appears and is laughing, that's another way that he could actually be appearing in Rise of Skywalker. And, you know, in that sense, he wouldn't actually necessarily affect the plot if it was just through a Force vision or a flashback. And there is another way that he could potentially make an appearance without having a direct effect in that sense, and that is just through a recording. So if they happen to stumble upon some situation, like an observatory, for example, like one of the Emperor's observatories, and find a recording of the Emperor there, that's another situation where we could have a bit of laughter. The Emperor also recorded a bunch of messages for people after the fall of the Empire, or to be dispatched in the event of the fall of the Empire, and those were put into these things called Sentinels, which are basically floating robots that you know kind of looked like uh, the Emperor's Royal Guard, except had these faceplates on them that were almost sort of you know, Mysterio-like. 
and when they would show up, they would ask you to stick out your finger and verify you via blood, and then a recording of Emperor Palpatine's face would show up in the faceplate and give orders. And one way this happened had to do with Operation Cinder, which was Palpatine's plan to burn down a whole bunch of worlds after the Emperor fell. We saw it, for example, in Battlefront 2 in the story mode where he told Garrick Versio and his daughter Aiden Versio of Inferno Squad to implement Operation Cinder, but unfortunately that also resulted in some problems for their home planet of Vardos, which is ultimately what caused the schism between Garrick and Aiden, but that's another story entirely. And then there's the idea of his essence being in an artifact, his spirit being in an artifact. And the fact that we've seen a piece of Death Star wreckage, a very large piece to be sure, that opens up the possibility that somehow his spirit is attached to that object. And where they've done this already has to do with the second series of Darth Vader comics, which they are actively referencing for other projects. For example, Jedi Fallen Order is making use of Purge Troopers, which were first pictured in those Darth Vader comics. And the whole Mustafar arc that happens in the final five issues, that also has an effect on Vader Immortal as well, or at least the aesthetic certainly does. And, you know, we're spending a lot of time in creating this castle that was created in that final story arc that we will then visit in Vader Immortal, and that's also visited in Rogue One and Shadow, uh, Secrets of the Empire, too. But to really get to the point of that, the comics talk about an ancient Sith Lord called Momin, and his spirit was trapped in a helmet which actually showed up in the first Lando miniseries and it actually corrupted the minds of anybody who was near it. And ultimately, Vader put it on a Mustafari and allowed the guy to come back to life, but that wasn't a good idea, so Vader ultimately had to kill him. But the idea still remains the same, that Palpatine's spirit could have been strong enough that it might have survived the same way that Momins did when you know, he was trying to do something crazy terrible with dark force powers and ultimately when he was attacked by Jedi and you know they were trying to put a stop to him and it caused some sort of unexplainable accident and everything blew up but his spirit was trapped in his helmet and so similar situation could happen with Palpatine with the Death Star itself. There is a seventh option for why we might hear his voice and his laughter in the trailer but I think that if this were really the case, I think people would lose their minds and not in a good way. And I'll explain that after the break. Stay tuned. Hey there. If you're enjoying all the coverage that I'm bringing you from Star Wars Celebration and what I do every single day for you at Star Wars 7x7, I hope you'll consider putting something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. $1, $327, or more. Honestly, every little bit helps, and every little bit is just as exciting as every other little bit. Please consider supporting me in the work of delivering Star Wars stories and interviews to you on a daily basis at patreon.com SW7X7. Welcome back. All right, so if you remember the first teaser for The Force Awakens, you remember when Finn pops into frame and starts looking around frantically, and in the background, you can hear the signature noises of an Imperial probe droid. Now, that never actually showed up in the movie. In the final cut of the movie, Finn pops up, but there's no Imperial probe droid anywhere, and so no sound for it. So what I'm trying to suggest is that it's entirely possible that Palpatine has nothing to do with this movie, and they just put his laughter in there just to mess with us, okay? I do think that would 
not go over well. I mean, it's one thing to have an Imperial probe droid and then not have that show up, but I think Palpatine is the equivalent of Chekhov's gun, the playwright Anton Chekhov, who said something to the effect of paraphrasing that if you show a gun in Act 1, then it had better go off by Act 3. And so I think Palpatine is the equivalent of Chekhov's gun in this one. I don't think you can show him unless you actually intend to pull the trigger with him. So that is your seven ways that Palpatine could be explained in the Rise of Skywalker teaser trailer that we all got to see at Celebration Chicago. And that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. This is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.